What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Or they, them, they, there's, there's, burst, the burst, the burst. Zerzim. There's the bird, the bird. Uh, my name is Callie Lacerda. And I'm Gabriella Lopes. And welcome back to another Mentally Gone Daily episode. This is episode number 40, the big 40. We are officially 40% away from our 100th episode. Mm, yeah, and we're and we're not really doing this daily. Yeah, which is okay. Which is part of the mentally gone brand, right? Mm. It's called mentally gone because these are not stable people. The and people talking to you right now are not stable. And the episodes are just gone, nowhere to be found. Yeah, gone <laughs> into the ether, into the infinite, vast universe. If that is, you believe in space. <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm um, scared no look i do believe in space um i don't believe maybe maybe that the earth is what nasa claims it is if it's you know the pictured version that we get not sure if that's the case uh but that's for another yeah. episode that's for another day hmm. space is fake yeah. <laughs> yeah space is fake birds aren't real man um do you want to start off or do I start off? Um, you, you pick. You go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I saw um, today, well, it, well, I saw that people I follow were posting it today, but Florida is passing an anti-immigration law and it'll be passed on July 1st of this year. Mm -hmm. And and it'll be passed once it's signed by the Florida Governor DeSant DeSantis. DeSantis. Yeah, I don't really know how to say his name. Yeah, he's been in the headlines a lot lately. But just to clarify what that'll mean, it means that it'll make it a felony punishable up to 15 years in prison for driving someone undocumented into Florida. Damn, So son. just driving someone undocumented. It, would all, it will also be a felony to shelter or hire anyone undocumented. So no, That's... like, under-the-counter jobs, you know, paying with cash. Like, employers cannot do that. Damn, businesses cannot do that easy shelter so you can't like have any undocumented people living under your roof mm -hmm. without the knowledge of the state i guess because it's a felony do you know what this is reminding me of real quick what nazi germany it is uh that's exactly what i thought of because um if you've ever seen well if you haven't seen then i highly recommend you checking it out but um quentin tarantino's inglorious bastards Mm. It opens with an, um, a face-off between Nazi Germany uh, soldiers and a German who is hiding uh, Jewish people. Jews. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's exactly what I thought of when I started reading this. But anyway, so let me just quickly explain the rest. If you are undocumented and have an out-of-state driver's license, your license will not be recognized in Florida. Damn. Florida will block undocumented people from becoming attorneys, including those with DACA already practicing law. So if they're already practicing law and they have DACA, which I, I don't, I'm not really sure what DACA is. Mm. I, I think it's like, um, it's, it's for... I do remember seeing DACA in the news a lot um, during Obama's administration and also during Trump's administration. I don't know if 
Obama, but but for sure Trump. So DACA uh, means Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. Mm. And uh, it's a program that was created to protect eligible young adults who were brought to the U.S. as children from deport from deportation from deportation to provide them with work authorization for temporary renewable periods so so see so if if someone ha- like is enrolled in daca yeah and they're already practicing law they will not be able to become attorneys mm. in florida so they're already blocking undocumented so unless you have like papers citizenship in the us and not just daca you know paperwork i guess um hospitals will be allowed to ask patients for their immigration status and report it that's so crazy so like even them going to the hospital they have to worry about you know going back to their country yeah revealing their immigration status and then getting deported um organizations and churches are looking for ways to continue their services without getting in trouble uh yeah that's about it so yeah people are saying like this endangers those needing medical attention who are now afraid to go to the hospital which is super crazy because if you've been living in florida and you don't have you don't have like your citizenship here right yeah and and you regularly need to go to the hospital or you know you get injured or whatever now all of a sudden your whole like livelihood is is at stake yeah like your whole life is is just unstable because at any moment you'll yeah that's interesting because um it's in my opinion it's a quality not a quality because i hate using that word but it's an attribute of tyrannical societies and in history like throughout history you can see glimpses of something similar like for example in nazi germany um you also have china they have the snitch system which is essentially if you speak against the government if you do anything wrong if you do anything that's off collar then someone next to you is going to benefit in some shape or form even if it's just like an illusionary benefit something that's just dangled in front of them as a reward for doing so but they're gonna you know snitch you out to the government that's crazy and so it's just crazy to me because a lot of segments and a lot of well a lot of segments and a lot of industries within america rely heavily on undocumented workers right so it's just interesting to see what will happen once america instills this um nazification of america it's like only purebred born here or purebred americans and whatever that means because it doesn't mean anything because america is a huge melting pot yeah like that that's what i always thought too it's like america is literally made up of all people from different cultures and and nationalities and all over the world and so to me like it would make sense well if i were obviously um inclined towards doing so if i was a politician who was adamant about you know america for americans and only americans like no no outsiders nothing just americans, americans. Yeah. Southern yeah. Accent. if that was me then i would at least wait until we've gotten to a point where we can roboticize or automate rather 
just entry level labor intensive jobs, which we are not even clear, uh, close to. And so, because then, you know, these segments of our industry that rely on undocumented labor will have that seamless transition to automated robot heavy job, like workers essentially, Mm. you know, but I'm curious to see how doing this now when we don't have that luxury of just depending on robots to do the entry-level mundane work, how is that going to impact the world economy? Well, not the world economy, the American economy, because we're already like inching towards a recession, you know, like things are already looking bad and it does look like it's downhill from here for now, at least until we, you know, start going up again. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. That uh, that's what I started thinking too. Like, like obviously, it's not just um, immigrants working like labor jobs and stuff, yeah. you know. But but there are a lot that mm. do. And to think like what what would happen if all of these undocumented people were deported? We wouldn't, you know. Exactly. It's crazy because like. Americans way of thinking well at least the people who are for like um immigration laws and deporting you know undocumented citizens and stuff mm-hmm. um their way of thinking is like oh they're they're not contributing to our society our economy and whatever but they are yeah you know exactly. they definitely are contributing to the economy with through their work if they're working and that's something that i've never really understood right that argument it's like oh but but we're paying tax money and covering their existence and they don't even pay taxes and so it's our hard-earned tax money are going uh you know are are benefiting these people who are not american and that to me never made sense because of exactly what you said it's like Look, immigrants, in my opinion, work harder than, you know, your traditional, uh, you know, $80,000, $100,000 a year American worker, mm. you know, who's just sitting in front of a computer and working on marketing and working on miscellaneous, stupid, super like superfluous jobs. You know, like immigrants are building homes or building communities they are making things work. They're the truck drivers. They're the people who get your shit when you need your shit and make everything work the way it does so that we Americans can happily live in our little nerfed society of pulling up to a Starbucks, of pulling up to a fucking restaurant and just getting food and just getting fed and just getting, you know, our plumbing works and everything works because of immigrants. Like yeah. that's just the reality of it chad from marketing and chad from from finance from fucking where you know wall street isn't running like isn't helping america run Mm. really you know i was gonna say that i saw a tweet that um that was like the people that you see at the gas convenience stores Mm -hmm. in the morning like from 4 a.m to 6 a.m those are the real troopers like they're the ones that are the glue to our society and they really I, are. And I immediately thought of my dad because he's been doing it for like yeah, <laughs> 20 yeah. odd years, however long. And, and he's exactly that, like the person up at 4.30 a.m. and just working in, the in, you know. Exactly. And, and I could say the same about my uncle, for example, 
who lived here for a few years and he was also an immigrant. And then I have my cousin who was also an immigrant and who actually got deported after a domestic violence thing that happened with him, which was very unfortunate because he was an alcoholic and then he got deported back to Brazil. But my family has a history of just like of immigrating to the U.S. And that's what we did. You know, like we came to the U.S. I wasn't born in the U.S. I came when I was like a year old and like a year and a half old, kind of, I think maybe. And my mom came before that because she was trying to, you know, build a foundation, you know, beforehand. But long story short, it's like, yeah, like, look, and even growing up in Newark, Newark, New Jersey, Ironbound area of Newark, you'll see a lot of immigrants. Like the majority of the residents in that area are immigrants. They're either Brazilian immigrants, Portuguese immigrants, Hispanic, you know, Colombian, Ecuadorian, Puerto Rican, list goes on and on Mexican list goes on and on. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, to me, this idea that you're going to cleanse the land of any immigrants is literally shooting ourselves in the foot. I I think, I don't know. Yeah. And think about like the lack of culture we would have if we didn't have immigrants, like you wouldn't be able to go eat at like a a Colombian place, let's say, or a Brazilian place or something or whatever the case is, like you wouldn't be able to have those like, I don't know, those like authentic things that add character, those businesses and stuff. Here's a hot take. My hot take is that Americans in an isolated scenario are deprived of any real culture. Mm. I feel like our culture derives from consuming. Mm. So we have a consumerist culture. And I don't think that that could be valid as culture. It's like our identity and sense of self-worth comes from spending and consuming stuff. And, And so it's like it's consuming the new pair of Jordans that dropped today. It's consuming the newest movie. It's consuming this celebrity's newest um problem with you know marriage problems and just consuming gossip and and so when i think of american culture the peak of american culture in my opinion was the 1950s and ironically it was the peak of of the idea of just consuming as a way of being Mm. because that's when we had like the the brand new cars and it was a post-war era that promoted and promised a lot of you know growth and just development and that's what i think of is the housewife that stays at home (laughs) and it's the husband that goes to the factories and works all day and then comes back home but then they have a nice house they have a picket fence they have a brand new car, a brand new fridge, a brand new microwave that they make those things part of who they are. Right, right. And that's being American versus like Italian people. Like Italian people have a true, you know, rooted sense of identity. And so do Germans and so do Polish people, Norwegian people, the fucking Vikings, you know? Yeah. Everybody has such rich backgrounds and then Americans to me are just very stale because we just rely on superficial, just superficiality. Yeah. E- everything. It's sports. It's celebrities. It's, 
you know it's just consumption that's so true and then like people who are like oh well, we have like american music we have yeah, like the we country do. i mean <laughs> even that see but but again like that's you know yeah no no look like we do have rough popular music and we do have you know the blues and jazz and rock and roll but even those things were inspired by yeah, outside cultures they, don't, yeah. they didn't originate here nothing really originated here nothing is really 100 percent original when it comes to america yeah yeah that's true and and you know what's crazy is that um i saw like a, the survey thing that said that the rise of of like um mexican restaurants mm -hmm. in the u.s just like surged completely because people just fiend over you know mexican food burritos and see like what like how could you like mexican food but then not like mexican people yeah imagine a world <laughs> where all you have access to is meatloaf mashed potatoes and pot pies and apple pies hey and i wouldn't mind chicken and apple pie right but that's Sheesh. but that's it though <laughs> you know because i don't know because um what like what comes to mind for me is uh for example in brazil right there's a famous dish called feijoada yeah and i love feijoada it's a bean based dish that you add like other things to it you add um spicy sausage you add uh what else do you add up uh, like like pig so you add parts of the pig that you want to um people usually add like bacon which is the uh condensed form that's more open to like the general public but some people love putting like just an entire pig in there and it it originates from the era of slavery in Brazil when the African people would savage savage salvage 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 or salvage 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 mm -hmm. the African people would salvage the little food that they would get from their owners the the white colonial owners um, and they would give them just the the, the worst parts of the yeah. pig. Yeah. So feet, tongue, nose. And they would put that in this bean dish and make this feijoada. Which is like a stew for people who are it's like... It's a one, bean stew. Yeah. 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 And it sounds horrible if you like explain it that way. It's like, yeah, it's just beans. And then you got the fucking rest <laughs> of the pig. And you got the feet in the... But it tastes delicious like bangin'. it's one of yeah it's amazing well i'm not a, well i'm saying banging for you because i'm not yeah. a fan of it <laughs> yeah she doesn't i like just it because she's a white american guys i don't i'm not a big fan of pig <laughs> yeah. i don't know i've never been because in portuguese culture like from portugal uh, they eat a lot of leitão, which is like a roasted pig yeah yeah you know and the and skin is Brazil all crispy too. and the inside is all soft and melty and nice apparently but i just don't like pig i just don't yeah. i can't get it i can't get with it bacon is fine i guess because it's just salty and and fatty mm -hmm. but but everything else like i just i don't know what it is about pig it just has a unique um flavor and i don't know if i'm wrong about this i could swear that i'm right but i think in portugal the mcdonald's over there and stuff they don't make hamburgers with beef mm -hmm. and i think that they do it with pig but i could be wrong about that 
But、mm. I just feel like I remember it being like por- pork based hamburger patties. Really? I think so. Which the- is what I think they do in India for sure. I think they、um, substitute cow meat with. Veggies, I guess, like they do, like veggie burgers. Ew, because <laughs> I don't think, like, I, I want some real meat. <laughs> yeah, I think it's part of the culture there where they don't eat, you know, cow meat because yeah, it, it's part of their religion. But the last thing I wanted to say about the whole immigration thing is like the whole taxes or whatever. Oh, my hard earned money is going towards this, like. Uh, are you not worried about all of your hard-earned money that goes to the government for God knows what to go fund like Ukraine or whatever the hell else they're doing with it?、Mm-hmm. Like, go be upset about that <laughs> mm. more than whatever else. You know, it's、yeah. like、uh, people always want to be so patriotic, but then they don't want to take a hard look at what's going on within our own government and society and whatever. Yeah. Ugh! Like, please, I don't know. That just—I don't get that. But speaking of、uh, talking about how the sausage is made, and you know, government and whatnot,、um, did you know that human DNA has been found in hot dogs? What? You didn't know that? No, you're joking. So. Watch this, right? So, Clear Food analyzed 345 hot dogs and sausages from 75 different brands, sold at 10 retailers, and found that 14% had hygienic or substitution issues. Substitution means when ingredients are added to the product that are not displayed on the label, and hygienic issues happen when a non-harmful contaminant is introduced to the hot dog. The online food guide, which uses genomic technology to examine foods by ingredients, found human DNA in two percent of the samples. Two thirds of the human DNA samples were vegetarian, according to Clear Food. So they found human DNA <laughs> so wait, in hot one dogs. One third, one third was not vegetarian. What does that mean? I don't know what that means, and I don't want to know. <laughs> like human meat? <laughs> I don't、yeah. understand. And have you ever heard of that conspiracy theory where、uh, people believe that McDonald's and the main fast food companies in America, they are somehow directly linked to the massive amounts of people who go missing around the、mm, world?、Yeah. Well, well, not around the world, but around the U.S.、Mm-hmm. more specifically.、Um, and people believe that these fast food companies are using human meat. In order to feed Americans, yeah, because how would they have this like large supply? Right, because because if you think about it, right, anyone listening right now, every time you go to the supermarket, everything's stocked. Yeah, it's always stocked, with the rare exception of moments, you know, of crisis, of COVID, of world pandemics. Usually, usually,、oh. it's always stocked. Oh, oh, sorry. No, I was. I just. Have, I like, was covering、burps. for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>、um, coffee burps, guys.、Uh, usually, it's always stocked, and so if you really think about it, like, do we have that many farmlands and that many meat production farms that can supply our, inset like increasingly large population? You know, for grocery stores and. And restaurants and, and、yeah. especially fast food chains because of just how much people eat from fast food chains.
Right. And then people are nitpicking at McDonald's slogan, which um, is like over 1 billion people served. And people are saying that it's not 1 billion people that they served. It's 1, pe- 1 billion people served. <laughs> Ew. It's like tallying it Guys, up. Guys, I always hated McDonald's. Oh my gosh. Like, I don't know what it is. And if you think about it too, McDonald's meat always tastes different. Yeah, it's not consistent. It's it, not no, consistent. Meaning like it doesn't taste like any other place's meat. No, but that too, but also that yes, that is true. And I, and I could say the same for their chicken nuggets because I yeah. can't tell if it's like cardboard or if it's like real chicken, but Right. It's like the even the consistency of the chicken nuggets like uh, it doesn't feel real. It mm-hmm. feels like so, I don't know if it's like modified or what. Right. And, and ha- um, have you ever heard of meat glue? Meat glue? Yeah. So so meat glue is an enzyme, right, that is found naturally in humans, animals, and plants. It can form bonds between different types of proteins or different pieces of protein, which is why it's been given the nickname nature's biological glue. So what happens is when you buy, you know, cheap meat or cheap cuts of meat, chances are that the bulk of that meat comes from something called meat glue. And this meat glue is just like basically filler that connects the 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 proteins in order to form the shape of meat and to look like meat and so people advise that you never ever should buy a perfect shaped you know uh piece of steak Mm. like a perfectly uh circular piece of steak or a perfect like i don't know how to explain it but essentially it if it looks too perfect and too symmetrical then you don't want to buy it or eat it because meat glue was probably used in order to derive that form and so it's very heavily factory produced like factory manipulated or some shit like that and so you always want like cuts like um a t-bone steak like cuts that are just very hard for you to create in like in a laboratory essentially but yeah i just found that weird because if you ah man i don't know like the look the the craziest thing to me like the craziest conspiracy of all and people often ask me like oh like what's your favorite conspiracy or what's one conspiracy that you 100% believe in one of the biggest conspiracies in my opinion if it ever turns out to be true and we get told like 50 years from now like hey yeah um during the first 100 years after the industrial industrial revolution we fed you guys human meat as an experiment because we were running low on supplies and we just needed to buy time for us to perfect our lab grown Mm. meat if that ever happens that to me is the biggest conspiracy of all time that's delicious yeah eating human meat and it could still make its way to the grocery store too like i wouldn't just like restrict it yeah the fda approves of everything (laughs) Yeah. The FDA approved like yeah, whenever FDA is a joke. Whenever you see natural flavors, like why don't they specify what the natural flavors are? Because yeah. natural flavors could be anything, you know? And it's just so crazy. But 
Um, yeah, the FDA approves of like carrageenans in your plastic water bottles that cause cancer. Forever the FDA chemicals. approves of like a bunch of shit. But uh, what was I going to say? I'm not surprised about the hot dog and sausage situation because they're encased. They have like the casing lining mm -hmm. around them. And um, I think like... Well, I didn't know if they had to do it like hands on. I thought now I thought there would be like machines that do it, but I know that like in Portugal when people make uh chorizo, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They do it like hands, you know. Yeah. Like like handheld and they do it by hand essentially where they they like literally stuff the the sausage inside, inside. of the casing. Yeah. That 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 that's like the skin, quote unquote, but it's just casing, guys. It's not part of the meat. So you're saying that the 2% of human DNA comes from the factory workers? Yeah, that's what I thought for yeah. a second. Like, and, and, and I'm only saying because if it's hot dogs and sausages specifically, and because of them, like those Twisting needing it. to be cased in, you know, it's mm -hmm. basically just like ground up meat stuffed inside of this thing closed yeah. in and then whatever and then shipped out essentially yeah. but i'm not surprised so i'm not really surprised i did see something nasty that i told you about that they were finding like fecal bacteria fecal, oh, yeah. fecal e coli in like uh fountain drink sodas from no. fast food restaurants because they don't clean those machines so just stay away from that. Yeah. Also, never order lemon water with like a lemon on the side of your cup and like plop it in your cup because um, if they're not using gloves, they've also detected like fecal matter oh, that's from disgusting. the lemon. <laughs> yeah, like people wipe their ass and, <laughs> and then just they don't like use <laughs> toilet paper. They just use their hands <laughs> and, then, and then they just quickly wash it off like five second wash under the fucking water. Yeah. And then it's crazy. And then it's like cra it's crazy that, you know, I think gloves are should always be a necessity in these workplaces. But there are there are places that do, you know, authentically. You, you've seen like the street, yeah. the street um, vendors, vendors and stuff. They don't Even use gloves. Even high-end Michelin restaurants, like yeah. chefs usually just use their hands. But it's because like in those pristine environments where cleansly, cleanliness is priority number one, I kind of get it. But even if it's like a Michelin star restaurant, a five Michelin star restaurant, best restaurant in the world, I want people to use gloves. I've always had this, this phobia of just people touching my food. Even when you offer to make food, in the back of my head, not going to lie, like 10% of my thoughts are like, oh, I just hope that she washed her hands while well, preparing it. I always wash my hands. Right. I always do, especially right. when handling meat, like because yeah. I season it like hand on, you know? Yeah. I am like weirdly paranoid. Even while cooking for myself, I'll touch something, I'll, I'll handle something, and then I'll just quickly wash my hands in order to handle something else. So if I'm handling chicken, then I'll wash my hands with soap, and then I'll, you know, pat it dry, and then I'll touch cheese. And then, and then when yeah. I'm done touching cheese, I'll wash my hands again, and then I'll go do whatever it is that I have to do. 
Yeah, I don't think I, I like rinse in between. I don't think I like yeah. wash every time. I think time. I'm low-key a germaphobe, <laughs> like um, a low-key undiagnosed, very benign level of germaphobia. Um, I'm not afraid of like people touching food. So if I found out that the place I was eating at wasn't wearing gloves, like yeah. it wouldn't really bother me because look, to me, that's <laughs> like, that's just so primal, you know? It is primal. And, and I feel like the, the more you expose yourself to shit, like the higher and stronger your immune system is versus like these germaphobes who well people sorry i know yeah, yeah i know yeah. being germophobic is an Isn't actual a choice yeah is an actual yeah. thing but i'm saying like by, by default you're you're gonna be immunocompromised you know yeah tell that to howie mendel <laughs> <laughs> he's like no, it's all in your head man like you're just being it's a little all in bitch your little dude. bald head yeah um i was gonna say something about that fuck what what were you just saying before that if they it's primal oh okay yeah yeah so i get that <laughs> but i just kind of would prefer to know the person better if they're touching my food because i feel like it's tribal and primal when you consider the fact that okay like our earliest ancestors were limited to this small group of people this small village or this small tribe and the person who would usually prepare the meals in the house or in the tribe or or in the tent rather was always the same person and everybody knew each other and everybody had a strong relationship with each other i would rather want to know the person preparing my food and let me just also this is not this is the opposite of a sponsorship because to me it's like me uh promoting the idea of not maybe of maybe not consuming food at this location but babacus I was a longtime fan of their food. And speaking of Mexican food or Mexican chain restaurants, Bubacoos, for those of you who don't know, at, at one point I was deeming it to be the official Chipotle killer. Like mm. It was way better than Chipotle, leaps ahead of them in terms of quality of food and portion size. But then one day, and this is all it took for me to completely turn myself off from them, one day I was eating my bowl and then I found a huge strand of hair deep inside my food. And I'm closing my eyes now because I'm really trying not to like throw up because <laughs> look, I, this strand of hair ended up in my mouth. Ew. And then I slowly felt something in my mouth and then I started pulling it slowly. And I just kept seeing how it would never end. And it was just a huge <laughs> strand of hair. And that made me almost throw up. I couldn't finish my food and I never since that day ever thought about eating there again. I, I I don't think I'll ever eat there again. And it ties to the whole thing. It's like you have to wear hairnets. Women have to wear hairnets and men too. All the workers wear hairnets and all the workers wear gloves and they have to have an extreme. But you, you know, know what I was going to say? It's it's like bound to happen every now and then you know what it i mean is. it, it, no, it I really it. is because is. look you can tie up your hair put it in a net but then if you have like hair on your like hair tie on your wrist or yeah. you know all it takes is literally oh my God, one strand out of the like hundreds that uh, you have on your head you know that's always been a big thing for me though it's like hair in your food is not something that I can just remove the hair and, and then continue eating. Yeah, I can't. no, but I would have definitely called and complained and and and. Uh, I should have taken a picture of it. 
I would have. Like, I'm the type of person, and you've seen, yeah. I am the type of person that, like, if I'm not getting the top-notch quality, like, I'm calling and complaining. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> because I almost there, there's the cops no way, there's no way that I'm, that I'm going to spend money and then, I, and then I'm getting, like, skimped out or, yeah. or there's, like, you know, hair in my food, whatever the, the, whatever the case is. Thankfully, I've never found hair in my food other Ugh. than shadows. But see, like, that's the thing. Shadow's hair, which is our dog, it it's everywhere. So, yeah. like, at this point, if I find one in my food after I've already been eating, like, I'm not going to stop eating because I'm already yeah, inhaling yeah. his hair at this rate. So, yeah, his fur is everywhere and you can't <laughs> escape it. And and so his fur is a rare exception where if I find, like, one piece of it in my food, then I'll take it out and then I'll continue eating. But even then, I'm, like, hesitant. I'm, like, looking... <laughs> every grain of rice or whatever that i'm about to put in my mouth i'm like analyzing it closely that's crazy yeah nah guys food is food for me i'll i'll eat it well i said the whole thing about calling and complaining but yeah. at the end of the day food is food like i'm i'm eating it no matter well not not in any condition yeah, yeah, but yeah. in most conditions i'll eat it speaking of food being food and gabriella eating it no matter what um, did you hear about that? Uh, those those many cases of human teeth being found inside of McDonald's chicken nuggets. Ew! Are you being serious? I was just talking about their nasty chicken nuggets. Yeah, look, um, I'm gonna quickly Google this and see if anything pops up. So that's why it tastes like cardboard. Uh, McDonald's Corporation. Uh, Japan business said Wednesday a human tooth was found in fries and plastics and chicken nuggets and Sunday. Ooh, in all of those yeah but there are multiple cases that i feel like google is Hiding. deliberately suppressing yeah of people taking pictures of their chicken nuggets and finding human teeth inside of it dude oh that's one thing if i if i'm eating something and then all of a sudden i bite down and there's like this super hard thing inside of my mouth oh my you god you know that disgusting. i can't even bite through yeah I'll literally flip out and that's happened to me where I'm like eating out from somewhere and then there's like this rock hard substance, whatever the hell it is inside of my food. And I'm like, it's alarming that I can't bite through this thing. Yeah. And that's when I, uh, that, that to me is like where I draw the line. Like if I find, if, if there's like an inconsistent material yeah texture in there this just goes to show too like how like how much more credence i feel like this gives to the uh human meat conspiracy yeah you know because people have reported that some of these teeth are uh children's teeth what and like small pe like like a small person's teeth and so to be found in the food that you're eating, this food that's n notoriously known to be uh, mystery meat that nobody really knows what the fuck it is. And look, I I wouldn't be surprised, and this is a conspiracy theory that I kind of stand behind. And I do believe that McDonald's more specifically, and that's why McDonald's is like the... The largest. The, the, the biggest of yeah. all. You know, I feel like there is something there. Like we're eating human meat. Mm, nasty. i don't know um do you have anything else um let me check to double check and make sure because i do have one last thing yeah you can go ahead 
So this is another thing that blew my mind. Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. blames CIA for JFK assassination. Mm. So he outwardly, which is a wild move, by the way, if you're a public figure and you're already well known and you're related to the, the one guy who I think that unanimously people around the world agree that he was murdered by the government. Mm. And you're related to this guy and you're coming out and being so vocal about it. Like, that's a ballsy move, you know? Yeah, but you know what? I, if the fact that he's doing that just like guarantees it and seals it. Yeah. A hundred percent for me. Like, as if it already wasn't, but it, but it, it already was for me. Right. Because it's funny, right? Um, before this person coming out and being vocal about it, this conspiracy was known as just being a conspiracy. And so people like us, crazy people who wear tin foil hats were the only people being vocal about it. But then once someone of some significant authority and relation to the subject matter comes out and affirms this, then everybody's like, Oh shit. Like maybe, like maybe, <laughs> like maybe it's true now, you know, only now. Yeah. Um, he's quoted saying there is overwhelming evidence that the CIA was involved in his murder. I think it's beyond a reasonable doubt at this point, Kennedy said to JFK's assassination in a motorcade in Dallas, Texas. The evidence is overwhelming that the CIA was involved in the murder and in the cover-up. Mm. So Kennedy Jr. has spoken. Yeah, and and it goes back to what I was saying. I think it was on the last episode or, or I told you at least that like even the Clintons being involved in like hundreds of people dying or getting killed yeah um and there's books on it and there like there are people who are like oh like i there was like one review that i saw where the girl was like oh i wanted to purchase this book about the people that were killed by the clintons mm -hmm. because my dad was one of them or something yeah that's dark that's dude. super crazy <sighs> like you know and then it just gets yeah. swept under the rug so i don't put anything past anybody yeah, or Pat, like I don't know. I believe most of the conspiracies involving like the government and 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 their corruption and stuff. I believe it. Yeah, me too. Um, the last thing I wanted to say was that there's a virtual girlfriend Snapchat influencer Karen Marjorie has created a voice-based chatbot called Karen AI designed to be a virtual girlfriend for people to hire for one dollar per minute damn one dollar per minute the bot uses two thousand hours of marjorie's content and open ai's g gpt4 api to create a voice and personality though karen ai has only been charging for a week in beta testing it has already generated seventy one thousand six hundred and ten dollars in revenue from her 99% male partners. What the fuck, dude? So it's only been it's only been one week and she's already racked up over $70,000. So here's an official announcement. Mentally Gone will be launching a, a brand new girlfriend AI. Uh, for any of you listeners interested, it'll cost $1. <laughs> That's it. That's right. $1 per minute. Uh, you'll have your own very... And, and she's not doing any of the talking, which is the fascinating uh, thing. Like it's AI generated yeah. through, through voice from her content. 
Oh Does that make God. sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so she, it's getting all of her content, it's getting her voice. She's not working. Like yeah. she's not personally talking to these people God. and they're paying up to talk to like generated messages of her talking to them. You know what though? I think it's genius. <laughs> but I also think that with the advancement of technology and with people understanding more and more how to use AI, I think that it's a temporary thing that won't last too long because then it's just a matter of time before these creeps and these weirdos who purchase these things figure out they'll how figure to, out how to do it themselves yeah. and they'll figure out how to just you know download thousands of hours worth of any person's you know history on the internet and then generate their own version and just you know make make those people or or that representation of that person to do and say whatever they want them to do or say yeah yeah that's what i thought too like you can just do that now with the uh, you know ai tools out there but yourself I, but i'll say this though like you know kudos to these people because they're hustling mm. and they're gaming the system and i feel like that's what our culture is all about i feel like that's the american way is find a way to game the system the, in a way that benefits yourself and <laughs> screws the the person the counterpart and i'll say and that's this, america if you're one of those people paying a dollar a minute <laughs> for yeah, this thing wild. then you need to cut it out yeah cut, you need cut to it out, you man. Need, like cut it out seriously go outside brother no like get a seriously, job cut it out oh my god <laughs> cut it out just stop <laughs> official just, statement please by, stop official statement by gabriella lopes cut it out Oh my gosh. Do you, know, do you know who you're reminding me of? <laughs> Cody Ko's song. Oh yeah. Racism. Cut knock it, it off. Knock it off. Terrorism. Knock, knock it, it off. off. Bullying. Knock, knock it, it off. off. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's song. A, and I think that that's how we're going to end this podcast. Is yeah, I'm going to play it first. I'm going to play it because it's connected to the thing and I'm going to play first. I'm going to play first. Knock it off. Knock it off. Who, by the way, Cody Co. If you're if you ever listen to this, uh, just know that you are a dream guest of ours because we really enjoy your content. Go go <laughs> go, go go go! Yours right. is connected. All right, guys. Uh, before I play this song, I just want to say again, uh, <clears throat> express my gratitude and a special thank you to everybody who continues to click on our audio episodes and continues to listen whenever we post. And our only promise is that we hope to be more consistent. This week, we do plan on posting a full-length video podcast with a bunch of juicy conspiracies. And we promise that it's going to be better than the last one. I think I already apologized in the last episode. But yeah, you want to say um, the last Yeah, and we do, not, uh, have, we do not own the material that we are about to play. Oh, yeah. Just a disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to play part of this beautiful song, and I think that we're going to end it with this beautiful song that uh, was made with humanity. Uh, in mind. In mind and in heart. So peace, guys. Oh, and don't forget that it's never wrong. To be mentally gone. Peace to the world. You're thinking about doing something bad. Well, I got a message for you. Listen up. Bullying. Knock it off. Racism. Knock it off, bigotry, knock it off, crime, knock it off, robbing banks, knock it off, not saying thanks, knock it off, driving tanks, don't do that, war is bad, leave it in the past. Don't do bad shit, could you imagine the world without...
。嗯